presented by Facebook. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogu Munavalan. It's Friday. Fed Chair Jerome Powell heads to Jackson Hole, Wyoming today. We'll tell you what to expect. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. A little bit later, Politico's Victoria Guida previews Jerome Powell's speech in Jackson Hole. But first, the deadline for the Justice Department to unseal a redacted version of the affidavit used to secure the FBI warrant for the Mar-a-Lago search is at noon today. Politico's Kyle Cheney and Josh Gerstein have a story up in today's playbook and had this to say, quote, Judge Bruce Reinhardt, quote, emphasized that prosecutors had shown good cause to redact elements of the affidavit that would reveal the identities of witnesses, law enforcement agents, and uncharged parties. The investigation strategy, direction, scope, sources, and methods in grand jury information. The judge appeared to approve all of the deletions the Justice Department proposed, some of which are intended to shield investigator sources and methods for collecting evidence as part of their criminal probe into the highly classified documents the FBI discovered at Mar-a-Lago. That's noon Eastern today. All right, Fed Chair Jerome Powell makes his anticipated return to Jackson Hole today to speak in front of the Central Bank's annual symposium. Politico's economic policy reporter Victoria Guida got the truly brutal assignment to go to Jackson Hole and is here to talk about it. Victoria, how's it going? How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, The weather here is gorgeous. The view here is gorgeous. It's, uh, you know, I can't complain. Listeners might remember last year, Powell's speech was particularly memorable because he said that inflation would be temporary. That simply wasn't the case. It was high. It's still high. It seems like this time around is a bit of a credibility mission for Powell. Yeah. As you said, uh, sort of a complete opposite message uh, this year compared to last year, because last year the Fed was still hoping that some of these supply chain issues were really the main cause of inflation and that it would go away as those things resolve themselves. Now we, we still have supply chain issues. People are also spending a lot of money on all sorts of things. And so inflation has broadened out across sectors. Uh, and now the Fed is trying to battle that inflation with interest rate hikes, they're, they're hoping that that will help bring inflation down slowly. However, it's still high. It's going to take a while. And that is partially what, you know, we expect to hear from Powell today is basically that the fight to kill inflation is far from over. Uh, I just want to make sure. So basically, it seems like last year, inflation bad, inflation will go away. This year, Jerome Powell, inflation bad. This time I'm doing everything I can to take care of it. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And and there's sort of an interesting dynamic that's going on, too, which is that the Fed has been raising interest rates in the hopes of bringing down inflation and inflation has started to come down a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. And so markets actually have begun to price in rate cuts next year. Mm. And, um, you know, it's sort of a, a, a complicated financial thing to explain. But basically, when markets think that the Fed is going to stop hiking next, stop hiking rates next year, and is going to cut them, then that makes stocks happy, and that right. makes rates go down, which is actually the opposite of what the Fed wants to be happening right now. It wants to put a little bit of pain on the economy to bring down inflation so that it won't have to raise rates even higher to bring even more pain to the economy. This is kind of the beauty of economics, right? Is you have to find this magical sweet spot that you only know if it's a sweet spot in retrospect, right? Uh, I'm curious if there's any, if there are any analysts or investors that think that the Fed might be going too far 
in raising interest rate hikes. It doesn't sound like that's the case. Yeah. So, I mean, this is sort of the the big question. I mean, I I don't think that anyone thinks that the Fed has gone too far yet. The problem Mm. is Fed rate hikes take some time to feed through the economy. Mm. And so it's it's going to get trickier and trickier the higher the Fed goes to know right away whether they've gone too far, right? Uh, The Fed is going to have to pay very close attention to the data to see where it needs to start slowing down, where it needs to stop. You know, there is a possibility, absolutely, that the Fed could cause a full-blown recession, which um, hopefully would would kill inflation. Uh, Hmm. But also, hopefully, we don't need to put out Uh, you know, millions of people out of work in order to get there. And that's sort of this tricky balance that the Fed is trying to strike, where they're trying to slow the economy, they're trying to slow spending. They're also trying to slow, for example, demand for workers, you know, all those help wanted Mm -hmm. signs that you see everywhere. But they don't necessarily want to cause a a whole lot of extra pain that they don't need to have to cause. Right. You don't want to throw the economy out with the bathwater, right? You really just <laughs> want to make sure that prices uh, calm down a little bit, but you can still make sure that employment is still sturdy. Um, I'm kind of curious, have you seen any anything from the White House in terms of what they wish Jerome Powell would do, or are they kind of staying out of this one? Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the Biden White House has really stressed that they respect Fed independence. And mm. um, in this case, the policy aligns with the politics, right, where basically mm. they want the Fed to do what it takes to bring down inflation. Um, but it's also useful, right, for the Fed to be the one that is sort of the the tip of the spear, right? Because they're the one who mm-hmm. sort of gets the blame. So they have kind of just said, you know, we're, we trust the Fed to do what it takes to get it done. However, I mean, there are some Democrats who, you know, including some probably at the White House, who do want to see some kind of you know, beginnings of an exit strategy, right? Mm. Beginnings of a saying, you know, this is where we think we might be done. Um, but as I was saying a minute ago, the problem with sort of outlining that strategy is also then that markets get excited about it and then it right. makes their job harder. And then prices go up because the markets get excited and then you're right back to where you started, basically. Yeah. So it's, it's one big, like, psychological game of chicken. Beautiful work. All right. Victoria Guida, Politico's Jackson Hole correspondent, economics <laughs> policy reporter. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 11 a.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will attend a meeting with state and local elected officials on Women's Equality Day to discuss abortion access. At 1.55, Biden will depart the White House to head to Biltville, Maryland. Later, he'll head to Newcastle, Delaware, where he's scheduled to arrive at 4.40. Vice President Kamala Harris has nothing on her public schedule. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 12.45 p.m. The House and the Senate are out today. All right. For more news and what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike DeBonis. Zach Stanton is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ament. I'm Rogu Munavalan. I'll be out next week, but you will be in the safe, capable hands of Politico's Kara Tabor. All right. Have a good weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. Facebook is taking action to keep its platform safe. Their safety and security teams are over 40,000 strong, more than the size of the FBI. In the last six years, Facebook spent over $16 billion, enough to build seven pro stadiums, all to help create safer connections. 
and more than 40 million people are using Facebook's privacy checkup each month. That's nearly 60 times the population of Washington, D.C., and they're doing all of this to keep their platform safe. Learn more about the work ahead at facebook.com forward slash action.